over and over and over and over and over again. You know, like there's a hundred people who you're saying, Hey man, how's it going? You're fist bumping, yeah. you're shaking hands, you know, and then that's just the day getting started. not yet okay yeah i just want to make sure yeah i will i will edit it but uh i think i'm going to be fairly candid and happy to have this be pretty much inside baseball inside baseball i mean like i'm not gonna cry i'm gonna be talking to you like me and you i'm you know yeah brother i'm not gonna dumb it down for an audience no 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 this is it man i want i want i want your guts spilled Well, if it's gonna if it's gonna get out there anytime, this is when it would. So I, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, guess in that yeah. regard, be careful what you ask. <laughs> okay. Well, look, man. I, should we just get into it then? Because like, there's so much I want to ask you about Saturday yeah, and man. everything. So, okay, man. Um, Waters, how are you, brother? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, man. How many years was it? Nine, ten years? Playing PSL? in the league? Yeah, that's a solid ten. Hey, you got your decade down. <laughs> I got a perfect decade. One one year as as a normal player, eight years as a captain, and then one more year as a player. Wow. Okay, that was part of the things I was going to ask you. Okay, so I, I I want people to know why I wanted to do this with you, which I think would help clarify things with you. I mean, you know, you've been part of this for years, and you've interviewed so many people too with your cast, and you've given so much time to finding out about people, but you know what I mean? Not yourself. You know, in your cast, you've always like given like little backgrounds about you and doing this. And oh, I joined this time and I had this captain and all that. But at the same time too, it was always about the people that you were sitting with and not about you. And then you interviewed your daughters, which I thought was awesome. That was <laughs> the best. It was just, it was beautiful to see a perspective of the DSL for someone who doesn't play in the DSL and who grew up around the DSL. And it was like yeah. part of their social life, but had really nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Different views, different eyes. I thought it was a great interview. So I watched the finals for just a few minutes on Saturday. I didn't have much time, but I caught your last at bat of all things. It's <laughs> like I, I maybe saw 10 minutes total, but your last at bat was one of them. And, and I was just thinking to myself, like, Oh, I was reflecting on my time and my last at bat and how I felt. And I was like kind of really watching you and trying to like empathize. Were we going through the same thing? What was going on through your head? And people were really taking the piss at you before, sure, yeah, before yeah. the at bat. But then after the at bat, you got a beautiful round of applause, which I thought was very genuine from everybody watching. Yeah. And, and I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I figured it was coming. I, and honestly, I hoped it was coming. I remember when J.O. left and how, mm-hmm. how much the league said goodbye to him. And, I, and, and it's kind of always been in the back of my mind. I didn't think that I was going to leave. So I didn't think that I would ever get that. And I think that's kind of a shame for like maybe a Matt Campbell who may not get that. Um, but so luckily the game was not close. And it was the top of the seventh inning and I was the first at bat. So it was very, very clear that this was going to be my last at bat. And I knew it was going to come and luckily I was ready for it. So 
I just, I don't know. I just let it happen. And I didn't want to belabor it any more than I needed to. So I just, I just wanted to swing and get caught out and come back to the dugout. Fair enough. Yeah, I get that. I do. I do. Okay. 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 Are you ready? Well, can you, I mean, I'd be interested to know, I, I, I know that, I know that you're interviewing me, but I, I've always like looked look to you for advice and I'd be interested to know kind of peppered throughout this. I, I want to kind of ask you a couple of questions on how you handled your going away as well. If I don't know if that's you can't appropriate. Let it, you, no, no worries. You can't let it go. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, my day, well, it was Dougie's last day too. We were both walking out that year and yeah. it was emotional. Um, and we were on the same team. Right. And Corey Baker had us all huddle up and he says, Bolger third, Dougie first, get out there. And so we just turned and ran out there. But Corey's whole thing was like, everybody stay, everybody stay. And we went out in the field and all of a sudden it was just Dougie and I, and that was yeah. it. And everyone started clapping and I was like, oh man. And I got, I got pretty emotional. I didn't cry. I remember I, I didn't cry, but I got emotional. And then I don't think I got another at bat. And it was okay. And then that was it. And just lots of handshakes and love after. And it was fine. But I was ready to move on from Daegu as a whole and get yeah. going on with my life. And, um, but yeah, that, that was a big closure for it, like the DSL and my job at Kyung Il at the time. So it was emotional. But like after 10 minutes, it's like, all right, beers, DSL, let's party. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. That's almost exactly how I felt. I, I felt like. Mm -hmm. I've been, I've spent the last several weeks preparing for Ohio and part of me didn't really want to go through it at all. Part of me didn't really want to show up to DSL because really? I was already, I was already kind of over it. I mean, men mentally, I've, I've been focusing on Ohio. I've, I've been putting it behind me for the last several weeks, Korea as a whole, DSL included. I had already kind of made my peace with it and I knew it was going to be emotional for me and other people also showing me their emotions. And yeah. I, I know it, I know, I know, I know it. So yeah, part of me didn't even want to show up and go through it. Wow. That's interesting. Cause like, <laughs> are you saying that because you, you were already like halfway out the door or because it's just, yeah. Or uncomfortable with done. that amount of emo that amount of emotion. Like I, mm. I knew I was going to put myself through a, a, the gauntlet, and um, I knew what they were going to say. I knew what the messages were going to be. I knew what I was going to say, and it's just uh, now I have to actually just go through the motions of it. Fair I yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I found my, I found that it was weird that I was thinking that, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, there's a lot of thought to it, right? Because it's, you put a lot of heart and heart into it, a lot of energy, a lot of power, a lot of mind, like a lot of thinking, you know, like just I'm talking about like just when you were running the league and just like how much it's in your heart and everything that's going on. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. And, and then there's that and it's like, you know, it's all over. You know? <laughs> like, it is what it is. Okay, look, look, look. Let me ask you a few questions, all right? Um, let's go. Let's go. 
I kind of thought about how can I ask you these questions that I wanted to know about. I sincerely do want to know these things. So the thing I'm the things I'm asking you, I would ask you over a pint. Um, how'd you hear about the DSL? I played in the football league, and a lot of the people that were in the football league played in the DSL, the yeah. flag football league. Charlie Hurd, whatnot, all those boys, eh? Robbie, Adam. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure who the person would have been, um, but I liked football, and so I wanted to play football. And I, I, I said it before, but I always wanted to be a captain in that league. That was my okay. aspiration. And then, and then met J.O. And then I ended up signing up for the DSL and playing in the DSL. And then J.O. was the one who really changed the trajectory for me. Why is that? <laughs> um, we were, uh, well, first I told him a joke, an off-color joke, and he liked it and he thought it was really funny. And then I got invited out to go fishing with him. Like I wasn't in the DSL before that, but I knew a lot of the people from the football league. <laughs> I was out fishing with J.O. Um, and there was a, there was a diamond, like a, a, a baseball diamond just out there in the middle of nowhere. J.O. was mentioning like, we've, we've been trying to book, been trying to figure out who owns this thing. And there was a fisherman right next to it. And so I just walked over to the fisherman guy and I started talking to him. Like, do you know who owns this field? And we found out through that guy that it was the city and like what number to call and where to go to get it booked. And, and, and Jay, to J.O.'s credit, I don't think he realized that I spoke Korean or maybe he knew that I could like kind of speak Korean, but he didn't realize that I could actually speak Korean until, yeah. until that moment. And I, and up until then, all the Korean stuff in the league was done through your wife, mostly, mm. um, or maybe other people's wives on occasion. So the fact that here's one of, here's another person who speaks Korean. I think J.O. saw in me that I could really uh, be helpful to the league. Help and the then, cause. And then made me, I would say, I know that it was a vote. There were 10 captains at the time, but, um, and then I was a captain the very next year. And I think that was largely just jail, jail doing it. I think so. I think I'm as well, just yourself though. Like, I mean, I was one of those people who said, yeah, man, let's bring him aboard. But like, you're just a good dude. Right. And it was like, yeah, man, let's get this guy on. He likes being here. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, maybe I'm saving, maybe I'm just being, a little humble about that part, but there's a lot of good dudes around. Um, I spoke Korean. I, I really think that me speaking Korean was, was, was what really did it. Yes. Yes, for sure. And I agree with that. I do agree with that. I mean, it was like, plus he speaks Korean, but understand that it was like, plus he speaks Korean. You know what I mean, like he's a <laughs> yeah. good dude. He shows up, he likes to drink beers, have darts, play ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell bad jokes. <laughs> Tell bad jokes, which we love. <laughs> Okay, okay. And then what was your early impression of the DSL? I mean, playing in the league and whatnot. I mean, I liked it. I, I loved it. I, I didn't, that first year, I did not have the faintest idea that I would be a captain the next year. So, I mean, I liked it as much as anybody else likes it their first year. It's great, okay. great time. Yeah. I made a lot of really good friends then. Uh, I was on the same team, same team as like PDAV and John Buckley. And those two really became good friends of mine. Yeah, I was on. I oh, that's awesome! Nice one. Yeah, yeah. Beatty was your first captain, right? Yeah, yeah. I sure was on that team. And there's there's too many people to name, but then um, when I was made a captain, <laughs> one of the first things that happened was Jo called me 
I, he called me and said, do you want to be a captain? I said, sure. What, what do you want your team name to be? Uh, all balls. It just, it just hit me in the moment. And I went with all balls. And then that, that was in the morning. And then that night, J.O. called me to try to influence my vote on a league issue that was coming up. <laughs> he wanted me to vote his way. And it was basically, yeah. listen, I just made you a captain. So I'm calling him a favor right now. I need you to vote with me on this issue. <laughs> so, and you did, eh? You did. And, oh, of course, he was right. You bitch. He just, he did just <laughs> make me a captain, and and um, first year, and so I didn't know what I was doing, but I mean, so the politics of being a captain were, I mean, it took less than ten hours for me to be involved in it, and so yeah, the the oh, whole yeah, man. world. Then, oh yeah, yeah. Cacao talks always buzzing if you're a captain, eh? Yeah. It's nonstop and it is. Very we'll petty. get to that. We'll <laughs> yeah. get, <I> agreed. Funky <laughs> dogs. Nasty Okay. Okay. Um, uh, so can I ask you, uh, with BD being your first captain, what did you take away from him? Um, what I take away in my opinion, he's one of the best captains in the history of the DSL. Um, I think what I took away from it, the largest thing that I took away from it was how I saw him as a result of him being my captain. Um, it, to this day, I, I see him in a different way than I think most people do because he was my first captain. And it was a really just kind of a powerful, I knew him before that, um, yeah. but now he was captain, my captain. And so not, I don't know that, I don't know that I ever had that impact on, on my players, but I would imagine yeah. that to some degree I did, especially the rookies that I, I was their first captain. And so I, I think I, I think I may have had some more reverence for the position because I held Beatty in such high regard just because of his position. You know, I, I played with him too. He was my captain one year where I didn't do it. And um, he was a great captain. I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, like he, uh, just how he carries himself. It's always calm. It's always good. There's, there's no, no bullshit. Just, yeah, I appreciated, I appreciated him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have a game or a moment? Do you a game or a moment that stands out over the years, yeah. be it either disappointment or oh, awesomeness? Oh. Yeah, a ton. Honestly. I want the truth here, Waters. I want the truth, brother. <laughs> <laughs> my first like my first like great moment, my my first like moment that I love was playing against you. Um, the master you when you're on master batters where like bases loaded at the end of the game we needed like three runs oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know where this is going yeah <laughs> and you know so they you know they they played me and you were in the outfield and right field um, and yeah. right before my at bat it's like end of the game right like maybe there may have it may have been like two outs and something like that so some, a high pressure situation a very important at bat 
And Jo comes over and he goes like, "Don't fuck this up, Muddy, or don't fuck this up, this and blah blah blah." He gives me like his Jo pep talk. Yeah. And you guys are playing in because you had to because you had to get the out, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I I made full contact with it and. And so it, it should have been a grand slam, but it went down as like a double or something. That's right. And We've so, been talking about that. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, so then I get to have the glory of having won the game for my own team, which is huge to me yeah. at, at that time. And then also sure. get that argument about, can we, it's no, we're not giving you a grand slam. You don't even get credit for a home run for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was maybe the, the early, uh, a very early, like high, high. And then I think maybe the lowest low was probably the the end of the ten year season, the the one okay. that Hebsey won. Um, yes, because I really thought that I, I thought that I had a chance. That's probably that's one of two years that I actually really thought that I might win the cup. Okay, and then and then we didn't. Long story short, we didn't. But um, mm. that that was a painful exodus from the playoffs and. Yeah. And then a lot of my I team didn't return the next year. So I, I, it really helped shape kind of my priorities for the league. I think maybe the year before that was the one that BD was on my team with, with the black shirt with the all balls. And when that season ended, Dan was in tears because the team was over and that had such an impact on me. And then the next year we were very good but most of the team didn't return because they didn't have fun. And I think oh. my priorities really changed because of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's important, isn't it? It's really important. Like in Especially hindsight. later when I got the moniker of commissioner and I was now looking out for everybody in the league and not just my own team. I think I stopped, I stopped being, I, I my focus was more on making sure people are having fun. Yeah. Nice one. Nice. That's pretty honorable. I love my dog as much as I love you. But you may think my dog will always come through. When you were asked to be a captain, what was your mindset to build a team? I know it's oh. a while ago. I mean, I was at, <laughs> I was that, in a, I at that table. That was awesome, I, by the way. I remember that, Jeff, so vividly. And you and Enzi really, were the new captains that year, right? Yeah, it was me and Enzi. <laughs> it's so <laughs> crazy because for the last several years, for the last maybe four years, not, none of those, all you guys are gone now. I'm the only one who remembers that draft. I'm the only one left that remembers sure. that draft. Um, and it's been that way for a long time. And anyway, I was, it was, I was just thrown into a washing machine. I, I, I had no idea what was going on. In fact, um, remember Malaski did the, those opening videos. And so we, well before the draft ever happened, we were all getting together shooting videos for like the opening party. And I was at Malaski's mm-hmm. house, like running, talking to him about like, who should I take? Who are first round draft picks in this league and second round draft picks? And I was showing him like the, the list of people who had signed up. And one was Eric Snyder. Yeah. And Molaski is like, that guy's low key good. Cause I think he had taken the year off before. I didn't know who he was. He did. Yeah. You're right. And so I, 
I drafted Eric Snyder, my very first pick in the DSL. And he I'd was never just seen him play. <laughs> I'd never seen him play. I didn't know who he was. I imagine that he was some six foot four blonde hair, blue eye with the last name Snyder, who's good at ball. Yeah. He's, not. Yeah. he's like a five ten <laughs> yeah, brown yeah, yeah. hair, brown eye guy with like a, a hippie just a groovy cat on. who's he's, he's got like his hippie vibes too, right? Like he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so I mean, I was just so out of my depth. And I'm not not to say that that was a bad pick, but he'll tell you that was a bad pick. I just talked to him. He was up at championship game. Uh, oh, right on. He's such a good guy. Yeah. He's such a great guy. And um, yeah. but you know, and that team was a, a, a I don't know, a formidable team. We won our first three games, so I felt I felt like I had done a decent job, but but I got I got goaded into taking guys. I'll say I I took Jen Crowley very early because Scott Timpano and Derek Enns basically tricked me into taking her because I didn't know who she was either. I clearly um, remember that. I was like, "Hey, uh, I was trying to be coy. Hey, Scotty, who do you think I should take? This Ariella, Ariella, or uh, Jen Crowley?" And Scotty goes like. Oh, if it were me, I'd take Jen. I go, okay, okay. And then I, I go to Enzi and I go, Enzi, you think uh, Jen Crowley or um, Elizabeth Keene? And Enzi goes, hold on, Jen's still there? Jen's still available? Oh, man. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even realize she was still out there. So I go up and I slap oh, Jen yes, he did. Name, <laughs> slap Jen Crowley's name on the board and the whole place erupts. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> So if you're a rookie captain, don't sit next to Enzi and Timpano. Don't sit next to any. Look, dude, that night I was like, <laughs> I want to sit next. I want to sit next to Enzi and I want to sit next to Waters. And I just, I'm gonna play them all night. Because <laughs> my my whole strategy is players who I didn't want. Yeah. Did ever, I'm sure I told you this, but like players I didn't want, I'd be like, is uh, boys, boys, a little bit lost here. Is Dustin Waters still on the board? Is it is, is, is Waters on? The board? He, he isn't oh okay 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 cool cool and i'd be like six seven picks out and some someone takes waters i'm like sweet quietly well, to myself <laughs> that is a tradition that is carried over man for yeah yeah long, I, still I, goes on definitely over the years so many players didn't come my way because i pulled that one um mm. but yeah okay yeah yeah i remember that night that was a good night the drafts are always fun eh always fun always fun and and i just I hadn't looked at the league as from the perspective as a captain. So, I mean, if I would have been told earlier on that I was going to be a captain the next year, I, I would have done some scouting maybe, but I didn't, I had, I had no idea what I was doing. So I, in that sense, I'm, I'm happy with the team I got, I guess. so many drafts who's the best player you've ever drafted in regards of bang for your buck yeah let me give you an example right i, I picked a guy named uh james caffrey in the ninth round english guy who never played the game before but he was um he had an incredible hand-eye coordination and he was long tall lanky and an incredible runner and the guy hit for the cycle his first game in the dsl that was the greatest pick i've ever scored in the ninth round you know what i'm saying what about you oh, man mm, well 
I was going to say, I was going to give a different answer, but I don't know that I've really had any really big, big hits down in like the eighth to 10th round or 12th round, however many there were in that year, which may be a reason why all balls. Yeah. My, my best pick, my clear number one was I, you know, there are some guys that are girls that just don't get picked because people frankly don't like being around them. And there are people that go higher because people do like being around them. So your personality does play into it. And Edward, Edward Burdick is a guy who only a few people will know, but people did not like him. (laughs) And um, he was your teammate. His, his rookie year was your, he was on your team and not a friendly guy, not a friendly guy, but just not friendly. (laughs) And he fell to the third round. And I mean, he, he probably had the talent to be the first overall pick. Oh, big but time. nobody wanted him. Nobody wanted to be anywhere near him. And so I got him in the third round and he played shortstop for us all year and was beautiful lights out. And he, he, his personality was markedly improved because he just didn't talk to anybody that year. So it was way, way better than the year before. Yeah. He had a dickish way about him. Um, yeah. But that's my, I guess that that's my clear number one. Uh, I, 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 I can't really think that's off a, the top of my head. But that's a fair answer because getting that guy in the third is a steal in my opinion, 100%. Like, that's a yeah. win. Okay, so who was your biggest bust? And for the record, I'm going to throw out mine now because I really, it's, yeah, hands down for me, Greg DeVillers, when I picked him his first time. <laughs> so he fucking sucked. And he knows it. <laughs> Anyhow, so who was your biggest bust? Oh man, I wish I had the draft boards pulled up in front of me. I would say my biggest busts are probably going to be my first rounders. So Eric Snyder was a big bust. Um, Darren Smith last year, the year before, I picked him number two overall, and mm. he had no business being way up there. Um, so yeah, whoever, probably all of my, <laughs> I think all the only first, first round pick that really where you make really your money too, eh? Yeah, dude, this is, yeah, uh, this is more about the history of all balls, isn't it? This ch- little chat. Uh, yeah, I just whiffed on a lot of <laughs> a lot of first rounders. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. My my best first rounder may have been Aldred when I just picked him up number one overall. That was that was yeah. the year that I really thought I was going to win it. I was okay. That was year ten. If you want to get to heaven, got a die. Gotta put on your coat and key. Wanna get the rabbit out the LOG? You gotta make a cold motion like a DOG, not like a DOG. Like a DOG. Well, my next question leads into that. That was the year you called your team Dustin's team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you put your face on the t-shirt. Well, now, before before so, we yeah. go into it, I want to, I okay. want you to know something. So back in 09, was it 09? Mm-hmm. Maybe 08, Big Mike Kenyon, he called his team Big Mike's Brigade. And I'm like, are you mm-hmm. sure about mm-hmm. that? Because I was doing the t-shirts with yeah. T. And I'm like, are you sure about that? Big Mike's Brigade. And he's like, yeah. And all I thought to myself was, no one's bigger than the game, man. This team is not going to win. This is just going to be bad karma for his team. Calling Naming a team after yourself, in my opinion, is just a bad idea. Anyhow, a few years later, 
you go all balls with this Dustin's team and your face on the shirt. Yeah. Your team gave me <laughs> a lot of shit that year. That was a team with Aldred too. I mean, that was yeah. that was my least fun team. I drafted a team of people who did not appreciate that. But it came about uh, Daryl, my good buddy, Daryl McGee. Uh, he's got a nice little, um, I don't know, contrarian streak in him. And he hated, he was like so sick of like the double entendre, innuendo name, team names mm-hmm. that had that, you know, like the, the swingers, master batters. Sure, he, sure. he thought it was like too cute and um, on and on and on. So his idea was that I should just name my team Larry and have it be this big non-joke with like no payoff, just Larry. You know, yeah. like a, a total fuck you to everybody who tries at all. Like basically a big fuck you to Tim Pano, who every year had a different name. Yeah, right, a different color. Yeah. yeah, there's no consistency so, there. Yeah. So this was a discussion. It was the team name was going to be Larry for a little bit, and actually it was Buckley. Buckley was like, you know what? You should just fuck everybody and just call it Dustin's team. And so it was Buckley's idea, and then of course yeah. it, we ran with it, but. I mean, it's, 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 it may be a distinction without a difference to say that the team name was all balls. I, that just the shirt said Dustin's team with my face on it. So I don't know if that I, makes any difference. You know, I remember that year and there's just, there, it, it just seemed like you guys weren't together. It, it didn't, it felt like a bunch of different people walk in different directions and never together. But I, you know, when they did come together, the very last day of the season where I think they like, they made, they, they put your face on their shirt or they crossed it all out or something. And then yeah. and everyone was so happy that they were burning you as a whole. My gift. <laughs> but your team was happy. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay Middleton was on that team. And my gift was they gave me a shirt with Aldred's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> you still have it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, nice one. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that, that happening. I remember something going on and I remember seeing everyone really happy. Like, well, so nice here's another smiling. <laughs> Well, here's another story about the pettiness. So my first pick was Aldred. I think my second pick was uh, Eric Nash. And and then Nash got injured early on in the season. And um, I wanted to pick up Jay Riley for him. And the captains wouldn't let me have Jay Riley unless he had to play first base. <laughs> and then... A long, long tied behind his back and all that. Oh my! <laughs> and I had another. There was Jenna Pereira was on my team, and she was like, she wanted to play first, but I had to tell her, like, you can't play first because the captains are making me play Jay Riley at first. And it was this. It was like it was hurtful to my team because then I had to go try to explain to my team, and then on my team is like Jamie Karens, who's like, we'll tell them to fuck themselves. Uh, just put her on first, and I was like, that's not gonna fly. I don't know what's gonna happen. And then at the part at the the captain's meeting at the end, um, I had hit Jay Riley in the in the knee with a with a ball, and so Jay was now out. But Nash felt like he could play again, and I had yeah. asked the captain like if I could have Nash back, and they were fucking with me. But they said no, you replaced Nash. He's not available to you anymore. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I made this big like, are you are you fucking proud of yourselves right now? How fucking dare you tell me he's this is the fucking and then i just went off and 
As Dude, I'm going remember off, all this. 100%. As I'm going off, J.O. turns around and not face me, and Timpano turns around and not face me, and Corey Sitar turns, because they're all cracking up. They were just fucking... Yeah, fucking yeah, up. I remember. I was there, buddy. I remember that. And then, like, you were a volcano blowing up. I'd never seen that side of you. And I couldn't then, believe it. Yeah. I was and then when the, the smile on your face when, you know, the pressure was taken off your throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was good. You guys got me good. But anyway, uh, I can't remember how we got around to this. But uh, anyway, so that's the history of Dustin's team. That was all Dustin's team. Yes, yes, it was about Dustin's team. Because for me, I mean, again, like I I just had this thing about never name your team after yourself. And then I saw the separation on your team that year, game after game. And it just didn't seem like you guys were tight and uniformed. And and I I just recall that. And and I was curious and I wanted to ask about that. I was probably like, probably... I don't know what your toughest year as a captain was, but I imagine that would have been one of them. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one. And you know what? That may have been the toughest one, which is weird because that's the one that's one of the two that I I really thought we we may win it. You ain't nothing but a Okay, so let me ask you another one here, Dustin. Um, Who was the best player you ever played with? And I'm not talking about skill, but it could be a combination of skill and attitude, but I'm more or less looking for attitude. Someone you were like, man, I love that teammate for what they bring. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat Dan. For me, you can't beat Dan Lacey. (laughs) Danny, eh? (laughs) I mean, mean, of course, just nothing but positivity. Never wanted to be like, I, he didn't want to be like a leadoff hitter, you know, never wanted to, you know, prove himself as an athlete. You didn't have to like, you know, do anything for him. In fact, he just wanted to be catcher so that he could talk shit with the people around him. That's true. And you, <laughs> anything that he gave you on the field was great. You know, he hit a home run that one time, my favorite moment. That is my favorite yes. moment in the DSL. I've said it many times, but to me, I mean, the reason why I showed up at DSL was to hang out with guys like Dan. And mm. so, yeah, he was always my favorite. And he was all, he was probably all balls <laughs> more than anybody else was. I just, yeah, I he might him. be, yeah, after you and your, after you, he might be the most to wear that jersey, right? Yeah. And then for years afterwards, he was always in the, all, I would always put him in the all balls chats in the Facebook groups and I'd always order another shirt for him. That's awesome. Right on. Okay. I didn't know. I mean that I wouldn't have asked the question had I known that, but that's beautiful. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. All right. All right. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. Every dog had his day, man. Every dog. I'll move on to the next one here. Okay. Uh, So I want to kind of talk about present day. Um, how how did this year how did you feel not running the league oh man i loved it i i adored it <laughs> man I, this this is the way to go <laughs> i mean it's gonna sound weird what i'm about to say but if you don't have to don't do it mm-hmm. you know because i i did feel for a long time that i had to do it or that if i didn't do it it just wouldn't be done i i really thought the league may collapse if i didn't step up 
but that's I we'll get to that in a bit. So this year, just showing up and hanging out and playing my game and then leaving if I wanted to, not concerning myself so much with the operation of the league was great. And then as you know, like you know, some there was league drama like there is every year. And mm. I would get the the captains would talk to me, I guess, you know, talk to me about it. I don't know if it was for their own therapy or or to hear what I had to say or just to keep me in the loop. But so I got like the cliff notes of of the inner work workings, but without having to, you know, go through it day by day by day. So mm. it really was the best of, of all worlds. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. You, you had the privy to all the action behind the curtain, right? Yeah. 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 You were you had to see it out in the arena. Yeah. No, that's cool. Okay, okay. Um did you have to bite your tongue at all this year? Mm, no, I didn't feel that I needed to bite my uh, apart from just being careful about what I said uh, regarding some issues, uh, some sensitive issues and you know, I, I have the podcast too. So even on that, I feel like I, I do have some responsibility not to blow things up or to be kind of irresponsible with what I say, yeah. knowing that there's an audience that's going to listen to it and, and perhaps take what I have to say seriously. So I was, I was cautious of my platform, but no, I don't think i I think I was even given more allowance to, to say what I wanted to say because I, I wasn't the figurehead of the league anymore yeah and and you you take it light right it's not too serious like Mm -hmm. but i'll I'll get into that in a bit okay and and when you were stepping down um how did your family feel like like in my case when i stepped (laughs) down she (laughs) was like thank god it's over (laughs) but so i'm i'm how'd your kids feel how did hiromi feel i think hiromi was indifferent I think my kids oh, like, interesting. Mm, yeah, I think she was indifferent, but I think my kids, <laughs> according to them, they weren't able to say we're the commissioner's daughters anymore, I guess is how they would <laughs> talk to people. So, but I, I'm so sure Hiromi I was, was unfazed, eh? Well, I'm sure I was a much more pleasant person around the house that <laughs> mm. wasn't dealing with the DSL anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it it does open up a lot of time in a way, doesn't it? And mental freedom. And you know, she's my. I mean, she's my rock. And so, uh, even if it's even if I'm not asking advice from her, I you know, she'd be doing something, and I'd be standing behind her in the years past, saying, "And then Bulger said this, but then Jo wanted to do that, and Dougie was like X Y." And so I'd just be like standing next to her, like just venting. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have I didn't have as much of that this year as years past. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I could relate. I think G could relate. And I know, I know, I know. When I when G when I stepped down, G was like, "My hands are free. I don't have to help anymore. I don't have to do anything." And I'm like, "No, you're free." I think she only showed up to two DSL games after that, and both times were like for like 20 minutes. She was like, "I've got a enough frill for a lifetime. I'm okay." Well, G. G and Hiromi are wildly different in, in also in like Hiromi personally never did anything for the DSL besides just okay. being my wife and support me at home. Whereas G, G deserves to be in the hall of fame for all that she did. Oh, thank you, man. I, 
I, yeah, a lot of people don't know, but I agree with that 100%. But she doesn't, like, if I said to her, hey, gee, you're in the DS Hall of Fame, she'd be like, what's that? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> She's yeah. like, did I win a prize? <laughs> yeah. So it's understandable yeah. that she would feel relief, but hear all these different okay. story. Okay, let me ask you this then. What was your favorite part of the season? The season? Yeah. Uh, at first, at first I didn't know how to stand around and drink beer and hang. Mm -hmm. I hadn't done that for hardly a second in the preceding eight years. And especially once I got called the commissioner, I wasn't doing that. Um, because I always had something to do. I always had to ump a game or I had to uh, watch the bar or I had to, you know, make sure this or that was online. And I never hung out. I never stood around and drank beer and just I get chilled it. with people. Always on the move. You were always on the move, right? I just can't hang out. If I know something needs to be done, I'm, I just got, I'm just going to go do it myself. And so, um, yeah, this year it was a real point to not do that and to stand next to the field drinking beer and just talking with people. And it was, it was tough to do at first because I wasn't used to it, but you know, halfway through the season and on it, 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 it was the best part. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that the most. Nice one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like we went through very similar paths. someone i was gonna ask you who, who who was someone that you clashed with a lot but a teammate or a captain oh but i don't mind answering that answer? okay i please, don't mind yeah. answering that um well i until until i took over the league and i i'm just using that as shorthand like yeah uh, me and de villers took over the league <laughs> um I never really clashed with the Villers and I never really clashed with any of the guys that were before me. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I was the new guy coming. I mean, I was always kind of deferent. I always had deference to the guys before me. Um, but the guys who came after me, I, I felt like there was a way to do things like a tradition. And so sure. I found myself like Jones, I clashed with Jonesy a lot about like approach to um, what kind of tone you're setting to your team in regards to the league or like, you know, arguing calls with the umps or like saying, projecting to your team that the umps are out to get us was, was some, some of the arguments that I had with Jonesy. 
Um, and then Kyle and I uh, butt heads on things. Although I will say, I, I, I'll kind of say that I was a bit wrong with my stance towards Kyle. I, you know, just, I thought he was trying to be opportunistic sometimes in a, in a, in a bad way, but I, I think I was reading him wrong perhaps in some of those situations, but definitely I've had nights with Kyle where we have screamed at each other for hours and I've had times, I've had times with Jonesy that we have really passionately disagreed about things. Those are the two that really come to my head. And I love them nice. more than more than brothers now. I mean, I always yeah. did along the whole way. I love them more than brothers, but those are the two that along the way got under my skin, I guess, more than others. That's you answered that very well. You know, you brought nice balance to that. I appreciate that answer. I'm very honest too. I mean, you could have just said, oh, nobody, it was all good, but you didn't. That's respect. And he'd be a prodigy at the age of three, but he'll just give me lessons when he's six. I want my dog to fucking talk and tell me that she's very, very proud of me and that I worked very, very hard. No, I just want a dog. I just want a dog. I just want a dog. 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 No, I just want a dog. I just want a dog. I just want a dog, a dog, dog, and I want my dog to be in films. My son would also star on them. All right, what do you want for the DSL in the next five years? Um, I, I'll say like there's one thing that I think the DSL needs in order to be successful. It needs another Korean speaker in the mix, in the important mix. Um, there's a lot of Koreans in the league that we mm -hmm. may that that could help us. Um, and I think that we need to be relying on them strongly because one thing I, I, you know, the, the classic people don't know how much work goes into it. The, for me, a big, big example of that is people don't know how hard it is to get fields. And that is, that is a Korean speakers game. And it's even harder now than it was before. And yeah. we're, the DSL is so spoiled by Hyojin. They they don't know the struggle that it was. And I mean, Diesel oh, yeah. does not remember people around now, including other captains like Jonesy, probably Jonesy maybe does. But by the time Jonesy came around, I was doing it and it was easier. Um, Kyle, maybe Kyle and Jonesy came around the same time. So that's it. Greener, maybe if he remembers back when he was a player, but I don't know if he would have been privy to how difficult it was to get fields. Um, but Hyojin lets us keep our shit there. You know, that's... Oh, wow. So, like, there's... That's huge. I know. I mean, and that's one example of how great this is. Like, captains don't have to, like, take equipment home. They, they leave the field wow. with empty cars. <laughs> and then... I know I it's, know it's they're so pampered, so fucking spoiled. Um, because like we used to, you know, some captains were on takedown duty. We had we don't even have duties anymore. It's like everybody shows up at the beginning and everybody leaves at the end. Um, so you know, captains used to, you know, whoever's on takedown would take all the every single piece of equipment had to leave the field with us at the end of the day. And then sometime during the week, we would have to hand it off to whoever was on setup the next week. So then captains were having to drive all the equipment to other captains and drop it off. And then, so none of that. So I, anyway, my point is that um, we need a Korean speaker and we need a Korean mm. speaker who's a guy. 
um yeah to be frank because they just don't koreans just don't give ladies the same respect that they give guys and um yeah. so we need to, if we want to ever play in a field that's not hyojin again we need somebody who like jesu bay for example jesu who somebody who knows the inner workings of korean baseball field booking which is even more difficult now than it was then who can get us anyway so i'm going off too long on this no but. no i'm with you I, I i buddy you know i agree 100 with what you're saying and your your answer would be mine you know what i mean like i think the if the league is unaware of a very serious difficulty in its future like one that could be league ending uh, to be to be perfectly honest this could end the league um i think this is the issue that they are unaware of that i mean it's it's been so easy for so many years and i do take a lot of credit for that a lot of it's thanks to me but um i mean the you easy way out would just, too, right? You're paying top we dollar. pay out the ass for it we pay so much money for it so you know if i'm gone and hyojin isn't there i i, I am honestly a little concerned with how the league continues I understand. There was a few years there where we had touch and go, maybe about 10 years ago, about where were we going to play. And, you know, we would fill a schedule out and only have half the locations filled in on the schedule, you know, when the season started. It was such a scramble at times. So I, I agree with you. It's all about getting a field, right? You need a place to play. Everything else just comes down to like, everything else comes down to just finding somebody who's willing to do it, running the signups, doing the finances, getting equipment. It's a pain in the ass, but anybody who is sufficiently motivated and talented can do that. The fields are very different, yeah. a very different thing. I mean, may I add to it too, is like people say, oh, how hard is it to get beer? Well, how, I mean, it's not hard, but it's hard to get 20 cases and put them in your car and also like 10, <laughs> 30 kilos of ice and coolers. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, right. Okay, all right. Well. Yeah, we can go on about the logistics and how hard it is, but forever. But unless unless you get your hands dirty, I, I just don't think people know. Simple as that. I mean, it, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Okay, buddy. So um, you uh, so the the question was, where do you see the DSL in the next five years? And you just, I guess you obviously continue and keeping the flow going. Um, oh, besides, I mean, besides besides the field issue, which I, I really hope is not an issue. I'm I'm extremely optimistic about the DSL right now. From what I saw from Greener and Kyle and uh, Greg Jones and Matt Campbell, I should say too. I don't yeah. know who's going to be here and who won't be there. There, you know, Kyle may or may not be here. Ruben may or may not be here. I would imagine Jonesy will, and Matt Campbell will be. Um, but I'm very very um, proud, happy with the work that I saw from Greener and Jonesy yeah. and. Kyle and Ruben and Matt Campbell this year. Very, very happy with what I saw from them. And it's always, it's great to have guys like Stallery in behind the scenes, right? Who do so many good things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. the kind of the passion for the league seems to be back after it really got quieted around COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Where do you like to see the league at? Eight teams, 10 teams, six teams? um either six or eight i mean i think eight is more fun than six Eight's i think 10 team. is just too unwieldy 10 is just too much i mean Ten's it's a ton of party. fun but it's, <laughs> i don't think that we could do it again i mean or perhaps we could but 
four is way too quiet. So yeah, six or eight is the sweet spot. And I, if we should never have ever tried to do seven. That was such a fool's errand. It's tough. Okay, um, let me ask you this, man. Besides friends, competition, playing sports, what are you going to miss most? About the DSL? Yeah. <laughs> besides the three things, the besides friends, competition, playing sports. sports. I mean, you saw, I mean it's, a, it's, it's a question where it's so yeah. easy to say about friends, competition, sports, but like dig deep here. Um, maybe the respite from Korea, especially being here for so long. Uh, and it's not a dig on Korea by any means, but to be up there and to some extent forget that you're in Korea and you're just kind of around other other people who grew up and and party the same way you do with you don't have to think about it. Um, that's really great. The community, I know that's part of friends. The the inside hookup, you know how how meaningful it is. I I, I, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't really have a super satisfying answer to this it's no no it's it's, it's I, everything i think what you mentioned there just about like getting away from korea it's not about a dig of korea but it's just about going home for a bit for a day and in the western world and playing with, sports <laughs> yeah. with your friends having a few beers and just, you don't feel like you're in daegu yeah it oh, feels okay. so great like when you get up there now i'm saying get up there because we play at hyojin but when you get to the park and and people are shuffling in and you're like, hey, man, what's up? How you doing? Hey, how's mm. it going? And you're like, hey, how? you know, and it's just like over and over and over and over and over again. You know, like there's a hundred people who you're saying, hey, man, how's it going? And you're fist bumping, yeah. you're shaking hands, you know, and then that's just the day getting started. You know, but it's so it's so it is the single greatest entity that I've ever been a part of. And wow. I got to run it. You know, I, I will never, I, well, I shouldn't say I will never, but I'll be hard pressed to, to be more. Oh, you'll never be running a DSL like again. There's nothing like it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can only hope that I'll get anywhere near something as satisfactory mm -hmm. as it. Like it's, it was purely selfish. I, I didn't run it for any reason other than selfish reasons. I wanted to see it go and I, I ensured that it happened. I just, I got to be, I got to be Mr. DSL for a few years and it, yeah, it was completely selfish. Nice. Nice. Okay. I love, I love my dog. Yes, I love, I love my dog. I 
love my dog Last question. Okay, yeah. What's your proudest achievement? Hmm. Um, I was thinking about this today. And I, I do have like, I at the moment seemed like a very proud achievement to me, but now it seems a little superficial or maybe obvious. Mm-hmm. But um, at the moment when, when, um, when I'm going to say I got, but I, it's not perfectly true that I did it. But when I got all, every single gender related rule out of the league, no, no more minimum requirements for females on a team no more differing rover lines for for female batters no more set number of chicks that had to be on the field at any given inning taking another batter if one of your female players was missing blah 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 blah, blah. all those female rules i got them out of the league and i fought i fought for two or three years to get that done and when it happened and the subsequent years after that words i was very proud of myself for that but now it seems like a superficial thing compared to getting the league through COVID. And I, I really, really, truly believe that the league was at its end and done for because we didn't play that spring. And I yeah. believe the league was done. And DeVillers and I, I mean, really, too, I think it's a crazy idea that, that we even thought, let's try to do this. Like, let's see if we can do it, I think is an insane idea and we just put one foot in front of the other and got it done and the fall league happened and then right when the fall league ended we turned around and did a spring league and i i truly believe that if devillers and i weren't around that the the dsl would not be happening now um, and that 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 is not very humble of me to say and i could be wrong but I do feel that is to be true. And so that has now become my greatest, what I'm the most proud of, or what I feel is my greatest achievement is the fact that the DSL still exists. I made it through I credit COVID. myself. I credit myself. Yeah, I made it through COVID. I love you both. I mean that with all my heart. No, sincerely, like, yeah, you had to wonder, right? Because once it doesn't, once it doesn't run for a year, yeah and then it goes another year and then does it come back it's so easy to just not do it yeah people move on find better things not better other things to do may i say though i mean as one of the people who implemented those rules on gender and everything um (laughs) like i they they were necessary for the time i'm 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 fine with that it was that way my concern at the same time too is people with no experience playing women with no experience playing and just getting smoked with the softball and um that was always my thing or just like that was always my concern and like for me at the end of every year i was always happy that no one got seriously injured i know it sounds crazy but i went i remember going home every championship night and just thinking oh we made it like no one really got badly hurt everyone's everyone made it you know what i mean that was it's always like a like a thank God kind of moment. But with that said, like what you did with the gender thing and like removing all that and removing those lines. And I agree. There was something that always bothered me about it. And, um, but the fact that you guys just eliminated that and just played softball that like, awesome. Well done. 
it's 2022 and mm -hmm. that's the way it should be. Yeah. So well done, bud. I want to, I want to say something here. I appreciate you and I appreciate the Villers when you guys ran with it after I'd left. No, I wasn't running it once the year I left or a couple of years before I left, but I really appreciate you guys and that you took it and you, you, you kept it going. And, but about your character, you always took it serious, but you took it light. You never crossed a line. You never said F you to anybody, at least maybe not loud, maybe under your breath, but you, you always smiled. You took it light. You never took it that serious. And once the game was done, it was done. And, and I, I enjoyed working with you. And I think I'm going to speak on behalf of a lot of people that there's a lot of love for you out there and, and your family. And just appreciate everything you did and the fact that you kept it going and the fact that your family was part of it. And it's just, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I know. And, uh, I, <laughs> that's so Han Solo. I love you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and I know because I know because of the people in the league have, have been really good about making sure that I know that. And, um, nice. you know, there are moments when, you know, I, I, I don't feel it a hundred percent, but I know what it means to me. And I can just assume that it means that much to, or, or close to that much to um, at many other people, if not every single other person there. So um, if it hadn't been me and somebody else had done it, I would have been grateful to that person. And so I can, sure. I can assume that, that that's the case for other people. And I just like that. I don't, I just happen to be the guy who is in the place that could do it. And so uh, it's but did it, it's do an it. honor for me but it's an honor it. for me but did do it eh? but did do it keep that in mm -hmm. mind <laughs> there's a, a lot of people that could do things there's only a few that do and you did well yeah and then but of, i mean of course it wasn't just me of course um and and de villers probably will never get the, the full recognition that he deserves um but he was my right hand man the whole time in but fact, for the I record, was, you did give yourself commissioner of the DSL title, right? Yeah, I was the one who I, <laughs> okay. I, I appointed myself the commissioner. It's something I don't think people realize that you. Oh, I know. Uh, nobody was ever called the commissioner until I was. No, no <laughs> one was that fucking them. arrogant. I mean, I was an arrogant <laughs> son of a bitch, but I wasn't that arrogant. <laughs> but it's funny um greener people i mean and i think probably it's fine to, i think it's good to have somebody call it now i'm fine with it but now greener unironically is called the the commissioner and he is nice. you know he so that's great that that's cool that, that that's also cool. now is stuck yeah so i got one last question uh just on a sidebar were you any of those dsl secret accounts over the years no i was never one of, i was never any of the secret accounts i I pretty much knew who all the secret accounts were, um, but I never, you know, again, I didn't have time for that shit. I was running the league. <laughs> Good man. Anything <laughs> you want to add, brother? No. Well, I guess, yeah, I, I want to say that, yeah, it, uh, along the whole journey from when I was a, a captain and to when I kind of transitioned into being the commissioner, um, you were always in my ear, or I should say, you always, I always had your ear, I guess, whatever the expression is. And even 
if I wasn't reaching out, you were reaching out and that line of communication was there and I needed it time and time again. And even I was, I remember even asking you like, what's it like to not be a captain and just be a player. And you had great advice for me then. And now with, you know, leaving the league, you know, leaving the country and leaving the league behind and taking your last at bat, uh, I have continued to lean on you for advice and just um, getting, at least just having you listen to, to my thoughts. But so I guess in, in parting it, people will, people will never, I don't, I don't think they should, they don't have to ever give me full credit or you full credit or greener full credit, but I don't think they, I don't think they know really how hard it is and how much of a full-time job it is. It consumes you the entire season. It consumes you. And so, I mean, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all that you've done for me along the years. And like, if you weren't around, I don't know that I would have been able to do. Uh, been able this to. Isn't my hour, this is your hour. And my point being is you would have gotten it done. You're a rock star. You can fucking know that. <laughs> yeah, I would have been I would have been able to do it for sure, but it you you made it that much more um doable, I guess. Support. That's all. That's all that was, right? Just listening to you and shooting advice. You back. were su- they, you were yeah. but you were you were support that I could not have gotten from anybody else in the whole world. Nobody else could have given me the support that you gave me. So I invaluable support. I, I get that. I do get that. Yeah, well, th- uh, thank you make uh, making me privy to it as well. You know what I mean? Like, and I hope going forward that I hope that you don't ever not you uh, Bolger, but you the league. <laughs> I hope that nobody ever just absolutely drinks the Jason Greener Kool Aid, but I hope that they. I hope that you give him some reverence and um, and 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 suck his dick a little bit, you know, mm. for what he's doing. You don't know how hard he's working for the DSL. So give him a little more praise than shit, right? Tongue in cheek commissioner moniker, but yeah, make his life easier rather than difficult. Yeah. Buy him a fucking beer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice one. Nice one. Anything else you want to add? Nah, man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm 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 Zen. I've made peace with what's happening, and it's it feels like a graduation from high school to college. I'm looking forward yeah. to where I'm going. I'm glad that I have the DSL in my past, but I I, I am ready to just move move on now. So exactly. yeah. Well, buddy, look, uh, I'm throwing it out here now. Um, 20th anniversary DSL. <laughs> yeah. Come home. That's, <laughs> I uh, love it. Four years from now, but let's keep that in mind. Um, I've kind of got it penciled in the back of my head there to to be home in 20 years back in Daegu, catch the finals, see old friends, drink a beer. <laughs> I really hope from the heart of my bottom that that happens, man. I'll be right there. Can't wait to see all everybody again. All right, Dustin. Listen, I'll let you go here. I got to get ready to get out of here. I got a doctor's appointment, broken ankle. I got to start my shit out. Right, but buddy, yeah. uh, thank you for doing this with me. And I think people should like you can edit the shit, but I think people should know and hear everything that we talked about. And yeah, I just, like I said to you, man, like I saw your last at bat, I saw how it all went. And I think it just, it, people should know. Yeah. 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 Thanks for, thanks for doing it and giving me a chance to um, really speak fairly honestly about how I feel about things. All good, man. I mean, to be honest with you, like if a, 
if I had that walking out, I would have would have been like, hey, I got a few last words and just thank you. You you got to move on. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, onward and upward. Nothing like it. Great to be part of it. Next, you know what I mean. All right, brother. Be good, man. Good luck over the next couple. So th- that's the DSL is done. There's no awards banquet or anything, eh? Can't do it. Not can't, maybe next mm-hmm. year. Probably next year. Yeah. Rules in Korea are for the most part done with, so we'll probably do it next. Or they they'll probably do it next year, I should say. Okay. Well, good luck with this last cast. If it is your last one. Yeah, yeah, almost is for it, sure. It is it? I'm gonna oh, really? I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna probably make this its own standalone, and I'll put it out after the last episode. Nice one. All good, brother. Okay, you be good, man. I'll let you go. Big love, right, man. man. Good luck on your move the next few weeks, eh? And Thanks, uh, hopefully in a year from now, I'm in Indiana. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll dude. Talk. <laughs> I'll let you know. Okay. All right. All peace. Right, See ya. Later, Later brother. Bye bye. Do you think you'll do that?